0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Hi, Nikki Kinzer. Speaking of which, before we go on, I needed to watch something funny this weekend. And so I watched Parks and Rec.
0: Of course you did.
1: And I wanted to watch, I'm starting it from when Rob Lowe comes.
0: Which is, as you do.
1: Because Rob Lowe is really happy. Yes,
0: yes so happy so
1: yeah so it totally made my afternoon because I got to I got to see him in action in his comedy best great
0: he's so great so funny so Mm -hmm. athletic always running
1: oh he's Uh, running fast too it's always yeah
0: (laughs) do you watch do you watch Schitt's Creek
1: I I started to and then I I stopped so it is one of those things that I want to look at again because I I know it's supposed to be just hilarious
0: well, we're like you. We started and then stopped and then everybody, everybody said, Tells you to do it." stop stopping and start watching immediately. Binge it. It's easy. And we're now about through season two and I get it. I get it. It's okay. delightful. It's delightful. And I have fallen in love with all these characters. Like it starts and they're so superficial that you're like, I'm never going to fall in love with these people. But you, you do. do. I'm sorry. You just do. I just love them. Aww. I love them. So nice. They learn. They learn such valuable lessons, and it, they're great. So that's one I'm a big, big fan of. Hey, also it's our season ending, and <gasps> clearly we're ready to talk about TV. Uh- I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what that says, but... I know. Uh, and I'm sure, like, I mentioned Shits Greek, and I'm sure the comments are going to blow up with people who are like, you're only getting to it now? I know. Yeah. I know. But, uh, hey, it, that's that's where we are. And maybe I'll finish it in July, uh, because that's we're taking a little time off. Before we g- talk about the details, though, uh, head over to TakeControlADHD.com, get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list, and we will send you an email each time at new episode is released Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at take control ADHD and if this show has ever touched you if you've ever made a change in your life with ADHD that has helped you uh, we encourage you to head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast where you can support us for a few bucks a month you can actually uh, join the team here join the community get access to some super secret channels in our online discord community get the podcast a week early uh, in most cases uh, and uh, get early access to that and join us for live streams as we record you could be watching the show live and in fact as we do our year end review some of these comments came in related directly to the live stream experience uh, <laughs> that we will be, <laughs> we will be sharing uh, oh a, a little bit it's very exciting and so again patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast okay
1: so I have to ask because there is a particular live stream episode or a moment that everybody loves is there any way to put that moment? Like, do you can you capture that video?
0: I can capture the. I can capture the video. I can go back and find that.
1: And put. Do you want to put yourself out there? It doesn't work as well on the audio,
0: but I can put a link to it in the show notes. I, can I that's that. what
1: I would do. Is I would say yeah. let's let's put the link in the show notes. So <laughs> anybody that is a fan of Pete Wright and wants to see him get scared, they need to they need to press this link. Or if you ever just need a good laugh.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: We're going to put you out there, Pete. It oh, is, my goodness. We'll talk about it soon, but it was one of my most favorite moments for sure.
0: <laughs> this is the end of our first season since we started talking about seasons.
1: Is it? Okay, that's what I thought, because yeah. what I was thinking, this is this is a review like no other, because it's the first one we've ever done.
0: <laughs> right, that's what right. I was
1: thinking. But uh, yeah, so tell them tell people about what these seasons are.
0: Well, what are the seasons? So what we decided to do, um, because so many, you know, the, podcasting tools change over time. And before uh, you just having a long running show with a different episode every single week was the norm. And then a couple of years ago, Apple podcasts uh, started including support for seasons. And now a lot of the tools really lean towards seasons. They want to see the seasons. It's organized by season. It's you get uh, episode numbering by season. So some of this was driven by technology. And when Mm -hmm. I started thinking about the technology, I went to Nick and I was like, you know, We might be able to rethink the narrative of the podcast. If we break up these into smaller chunks, right, that says, right. hey, if if we do, we take a natural break in July, we take another shorter natural break in December. Why don't we make those our seasons, not like a 12 episode, you know, Netflix season, but, you know, roughly 24, 25 episodes and do two seasons a year with our breaks in between them. Mm-hmm. And Nikki said, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so we did. It was it was um, <laughs> that was the transition. And so as a result, you know, we end up with Um, a a significant sort of rejiggering of our shows. And, you know, once we broke them up into seasons, we're now, this season, we're wrapping up is season 22. Which wow. is kind of exciting, it just feels like you know it's a bigger number it feels uh feels nice uh, season we we've, we've been around
1: for a while
0: we've been around for a while, and so yeah. uh, all of our episode numbering going forward was changed. We're gonna start out with season twenty three uh, in August. it's going to be very very exciting now mm-hmm. We also, you know, the old numbering uh, puts us coming up this season on episode 500, our 500th podcast episode. Wow. Which is very exciting. And that number is now kind of buried in the fact that we've, we've moved to seasons. But I am keeping track of oh, uh, those numbers because I do, I am curious, what is going to be episode 500? That seems kind of momentous, doesn't it? It team? really does. 500. Wow. All right. We're going to have to think
1: about that listeners yeah. give us so your that'll feedback.
0: be that'll be in season mm-hmm. 23 at some point i think i think we'll have to, to game out those numbers see we're very close, close. Yeah. yeah well yeah. i know for example today um yeah, it might be we'll we'll hit episode yeah so episode one of season 23 will be show number 486 oh
1: wow okay
0: so we're we're right we're knocking on the door Knocking on the door. So that's what the season thing is. When you hear us talk about seasons, that's what happens. Seasons give us a chance to take a break, uh, plan the next, you know, the next batch of episodes to think about changes we might like to make to the show, to how we do things for our members, that that sort of thing. It's just Mm -hmm. really a a built-in break to be conscientious podcasters
1: this is our first review then
0: this is yeah, our first end of the review. season
1: review yes yeah. so the way that we have sort of organized the materials i have uh some thoughts and pete has some thoughts and and then we also got some feedback from some of our patreon members and pete and i also have the list of shows in front of us too so who knows what might grab our attention um this is the thing though pete this was an interesting year for sure right because of covid so mm-hmm. we if you look at this last season it's from august 2020 to now right
0: well actually that's two seasons because we have our we take the break in in december oh so this season actually is only from january
1: oh so i went even farther back
0: you did I yeah, did. I did, too. I did, too. Okay. So don't worry about it. But see, just we so you don't know, really
1: know what we're doing. We don't yet. know what
0: we're doing. <laughs> it's all very new. Very new. It's all very new. But I, right. I actually think your point is a really good one, because this the last two seasons have therefore been very strange.
1: Well, right, because they've all been centered around. Yeah. Well, our shows haven't been centered around COVID, but they are in the environment of COVID around Mm -hmm. us, for sure. And uh, a lot of unknowns, right, about COVID, about vaccines. Um, We knew that many businesses were still being closed or open with really like, you know, strict protocols. I think in January, especially if we look at January, we knew that people were still working from home and and students were still online. So we were mm-hmm. still kind of going through that process and, and looking at it that way. Uh, to now, when we look at what we're looking ahead in the fall, students are expected to be in class, which is great. Yep. Many companies are requiring employees to come back to work to the office, at least, you know, for part of the week. Um, so I wouldn't say by any means that we're going back to normal because normal is going to be different. I mean, it's going to be like a pre-COVID. Community by community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be very different. But um, I really like where we're headed. That feels good. good. That's an yeah. optimistic way to put it. Right? I yeah. really I really like where we're headed and uh so over the course of our different uh shows and topics we've had some wonderful guests. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We yeah. have been so lucky to talk to these wonderful people who are not only experts in ADHD, but they're very kind and very generous with their wisdom and uh, willing to share what they know. And uh, I know I've learned a lot. I think, every, well, I know, I'm not even going to say think. I think I know that every single person that we've had on the show, I've learned something Mm-hmm. Come away with some kind of nugget that I'm going to share with my community, uh, with with the people that I coach. And uh, we share with Discord and we talk on our, you know, whatever, the, the message boards and all of that. Mm-hmm. It, it's just been so helpful. I, I don't know even how to, like, break that down. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because there's just been so many great people. It's hard to pick and choose or do we talk about all of them but then that's a lot and
0: yeah i don't think so i mean i i certainly have some highlights uh that the of the shows and the guest experiences that that really impacted me the most and mm-hmm. uh but that's not to say that others didn't right, right. i mean it's right. just the ones that i find that hit me at just the right time um you know are are those guests who just they just hit me in the chest, you yes. know, with, with some of their observations and, and some of the opportunities. Um m- so I I just am, am incredibly grateful that they would lend us their time mm-hmm. and expertise on this show because that you know they certainly don't have to they're certainly busy people Mm-mm. in their own right uh and they're they're really fantastic and I think mm-hmm. it goes back to um one of uh, one that I I didn't even add in my own section because you added it in yours which was the uh, the living with ADHD series right that oh. that started with Dr Clark I mean that was that was like double impactful because it was just our people. It was our people being incredibly vulnerable and in demonstrating how ADHD impacts their lives.
1: Absolutely. And such great feedback from the Patreon Discord community, from the podcast, all Mm -hmm. of the listeners saying that was so impactful for them to actually hear their stories from them, not just us relaying the stories, but them really hearing it from them and how uh, much they related to them Um, And, uh, yeah, very inspiring. I definitely hope and wish, and, and I'm going to do everything we can to do that again, because I think it was amazing. And, um, and I also liked the, the tips too. the, the show we we had a series of, of podcasts Mm -hmm. that were just about tips that, that our listeners found to be helpful. I think that was like
0: ADHD at work. Like, or something it, like that. Yeah, yeah, that came right after that, right? The, yes. The Living with yes. ADHD series. Yeah, absolutely. And Anything, I, would, I think, that, that just allowed the community to sort of leverage its own collective wisdom. Like, yes. That's that's the thing that really excites me about that that series.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I specifically want to talk about is the next three things. Uh, that Marilyn we, Paul. Yes, Marilyn Paul. This was a strategy that... I took and I ran with, <laughs> and yeah. so all of my um, groups with the, that joined me with GPS. They all know what the next three things are. Uh, if you're a client and you've ever talked to me about planning and prioritizing, you know what the next th- you know what the next three things are. <laughs> so right. um, I thought it was brilliant that she brought this up and how it worked for her. And just to give you, if you don't remember the episode, it's uh, basically looking at, uh, your list and just choosing the next three things. So what you're doing is you're taking the focus away from everything that happens to be on your list, but just the next three things that you're going to be doing. And you can keep reviewing this and, and, uh, Updating it or changing it. And sometimes I do it in study hall where I'll put in the chat like my next three things, uh, or I'll just write my next thing and the next thing, you know, just to keep you focused on what you're going to be doing next. I loved it. I love it. And it's de- definitely something I'm going to continue talking about.
0: I think that's brilliant. I, I think that's another one that just like uh, that demonstrates the power of simplification, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so easy to overcomplicate what we do. Oh, so, absolutely. So, so easy. Yeah. yeah.
1: One of the uh, shows that meant a lot to me personally was when we talked about inattentive ADHD misdiagnosis with uh, Dr. Michelle Frank. Uh, I shared my story with um, how my daughter got uh, diagnosed and how it was almost missed. And uh, so that was very personal for me to to share that experience. And I hope that people listening to it, uh, you know, it will help someone. So if there's any doubt yeah. or they feel like something isn't quite right and they haven't gotten the answers that they thought they were going to get just keep keep being the advocate for your children for yourself uh that definitely meant a lot to me. Yeah. I that
0: on to that angle the the shows that mean a lot to you personally. I because I remember that episode so clearly because you came to it with such clarity and like urgency like necessity Mm -hmm. like this Mm -hmm. is something I have to do and I have a couple of those episodes in the last season that were that were like that for me and scary right because Mm -hmm. it's it's like personally terrifying to do these episodes that poke right at my personal experience with ADHD. Like it's easy to talk in orbit of ADHD. But as soon as as you like pull the cover back and realize, oh, yeah, no, that is me. I'm looking in a mirror here. Uh, Those two episodes to our old friend anxiety uh, was one because, you know, that's something we, we both deal with and and move on the episode we did on perseveration. Those were hard episodes for me to muster like in in the week prior because some of these they show up and and nikki will say to me hey pete uh this one's going to be a pete episode go ahead and tell me what you want to talk about and that's always terrifying in its own right but we (laughs) we muscle through that this one for some reason i felt like i need and and the move on episode particularly i need to talk about this subject Mm -hmm. this is like important stuff for me uh personally and that some people wrote in and said, hey, this this concept was something that was powerful for me and helped me make, you know, more or less lasting change by changing the way I think about my behavior regarding perseveration mm-hmm. uh, and RSD and all that kind of stuff. And so that was that's really important. And and again, demonstrating the, the power of feedback of the community, like people who who can come together and take this little seed of something that, you know, Peter, Nikki said, and then turn it into something in their lives has been extraordinarily gratifying to
1: watch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. Uh, I would say uh, one of the things that I loved too, when we were talking, I'm going to actually loop back around with the ADHD strategies that people shared with us. One of the things that I really enjoyed, some of my favorites were the most simple ones. So yeah. it was the whiteboard for capturing ideas in smaller lists. Remember there was somebody that, that uh wrote in saying that they just have whiteboards on their in their hallway. Great. I mean, you get the idea and you capture it right there in your hallway uh, mm-hmm. using clipboards instead of binders, having the chore jar. I That is definitely something <laughs> that I have right? recommended again. Yes, because I think it's a great idea. Eliminates that choice of which chore to do. You leave it to chance, <laughs> right? Right. And uh, so I love that idea. Um, I also learned this year about the Freaky Alarm. And
0: uh, (laughs) that is a diabolical tool. It is brilliant and diabolical. And I even recommended it. What is it?
1: it, Well, I recommended it even today to a to a client. Um, so I have to admit, I have I don't have it. I don't have the app, and so I'm not exactly. But you don't
0: need it. I don't don't think so because I just love the idea. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Too like I don't need to necessarily figure it out. But there's a puzzle, right? Or there's like, there's these different things that when the alarm goes off, it won't turn off until you've solved the puzzle or you've like scanned it with something. Yeah. And um, one of my clients was saying that she puts it in the sink and then she has to like put this puzzle thing together with, I don't know if it's a photo of the sink or something. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure what it is, but it's a great way to waking up your brain and so that you don't want to just like go back to sleep. So yeah. brilliant Brilliant! Brilliant. Brilliant. it's
0: brilliant something that (laughs) that actually causes you to stop to break the cycle of whatever you're doing and forces you by annoyance yes to actually solve a puzzle to move on to something else that's that is a it is a diabolical context changing tool and I think it's really great
1: Yes. Now I have to tell you one of my very, very favorite strategies came from a listener and it's not even really a strategy, but it's a, it's a, a great reminder. Uh, this person says, remember that you will have bad days, days when the meds don't seem to work or your usually strategy, your usual strategies fail you. Recognize these days when they come and accept them, forgive yourself and move on. If you know it's a low function day, there isn't always something you can do about it. Don't be Beat yourself up because that will achieve nothing. Accept it and plan for a better tomorrow. Oh, that's lovely. oh, it still that's gives really me chills. Lovely.
0: Yeah, yeah, love that's
1: that. Great reminder.
0: Um, I I think another one that stuck out for me is uh, focus. It will. Will Henshaw. Oh my
1: gosh, fanboy I, over there.
0: I got to tell you, that's a pretty big deal.
1: The it English is. beat
0: like that was amazing.
1: After I got off was, the interview, I like went online and looked at the videos. And I'm like, yeah. I totally remember
0: that you song. You t- totally know that song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You totally know that song. And and uh, he's right. Like it's been <laughs> like you go to Lowe's, you know, that song. It's, right. It's right. playing. Yeah. yeah. So uh it, that was that was really fun and I think the tool is really great too and we've gotten a number of comments from people who really adopted that and um you know right afterwards um you know Joe in the community <laughs> Joseph was really funny Um, uh, the way he started talking about it yes. and, and went straight to the ADHD like buzzsaw channel and was like yep this works for me <laughs> got to work <laughs> um you know it's it it was just a really uh, terrific um you know, I I think the other uh, we we had this pair of episodes. One was the the paradox of change with Dodge, Doctor yes. Dodge Ray, uh, and then the trance of scarcity with Victoria Castle. Those mm-hmm. were important episodes, I think, because they deal with the complexity of choice of the the things in our lives that we can choose to that that you know. Are actually paradoxes, right? To right. to free ourselves from something, we have to lean into that thing, right? Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, that was that was really useful. And and both are very kind. It was incredible to to meet and be able to do a series of podcasts with Victoria. Uh, she's a delightful person, and um, and and of course, uh, finally for me, uh, Brittany Smith, my nerd sister. Yes. Um, You know that she came on the show. She did a she did a great episode with us, and then she did our workshop last month. was Mm -hmm. was with her where she taught us using shortcuts and workflows how to execute Order sixty six. If you are a Dark Emperor uh, of the uh, Star Wars universe, then you know what that is all about. So that was really fun. I Believe
1: it's taken us this long to get you two connected. That's I know
0: it's ridiculous. Yes, yes. it's just ridiculous.
1: You'll have to remind me because my memory is terrible. Um. And I don't know if it was with Dr. Dodge and Victoria Castle, but I remember in this year over time, there's been, and maybe it was about our anxiety issues too, uh, Mm -hmm. or shows, but, uh, something that I've learned personally is to lean into whatever my feelings are. So Mm -hmm. not to try to push down, like I'm disappointed, like be disappointed yeah. And, and go through that. And I think it was Dr. Dodge probably yeah, now that I think that's about his, it.
0: That would be on brand. Yeah. For him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because, and I, and that always is something that I think about, like if I'm sad, I'm going to allow myself to be sad and not try to pretend like it's not there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that has done, uh, done I, I mean, just, it's a practice, right? Like anything sure. doesn't happen all the time, but it certainly helps. Uh, a lot when you're feeling, you know, sad and you just want to be sad.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. And and so that that episode uh, in, in particular, I think, is worth listening to multiple times because mm-hmm. I think he he really captures something that is uh, that is foreign, mm-hmm. that is foreign and hard to do. And yes. um, uh, super useful. Um, I, I have... also. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, Are we going back see, and forth?
1: Well, sure. I'm just so like, got... excited about talking about this. I know. I'm this. excited,
0: too. I, I have one that I have to go back uh, uh, beyond this season for because I think it actually—I I just talk about getting excited about it. It's the app episodes, right? Oh, we yes. did this episode with Chelsea, and then we did In the Money Zone, the Q&A. And those two episodes, I think after Chelsea, the way I think about not just money—and now here it is a year later— Right. I am still thinking about the way she approaches money, the way I now approach time, right? Mm-hmm. Budgeting mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. so in terms of the longest lasting impact from episode to like today, that has gotta be it right now. I still think about lessons in that episode now a full year later, and we're still hardcore YNAB users. So right. the money's on uh, situation, the budgeting situation is on lock. But I think Lessons learned from those episodes have seeped into a lot of the way we talk about, for me, focus and planning your day and planning your Mm -hmm. week and all of those things have continued to seep in. And it started and was inspired very much by Chelsea Brennan. That Mm -hmm. was terrific. It was a metaphor that just really worked for me.
1: Well, and it it makes so much sense when you think of pay yourself first when you're looking at your week you know pay yeah. yourself first make sure you've got that self care in and the things that that are important to you yeah absolutely yeah. i love that one of my favorite episodes most recently is, uh, the friendship around friendship. And I'll tell you, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. So it was really nice to have Melissa Orlov come and talk about this. Cause of course she is an expert in, uh, marriage and couples and relationships and ADHD. Um, but I was really interested in getting her, uh, take on friendship too, because that is something that I hear a lot in discord, but also with my clients that, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard with friends and mm-hmm. not always feeling like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and, and uh, letting people down or not letting them down or just the social cues. That was another one um, that I thought was always interesting when we had uh, Caroline... Uh, McGuire on, uh, mm-hmm. because she would talk about that in different aspects too of social cues and just really interesting. I think to to understand more of how your brain works and why some of these things are like di- why they are difficult, you know, mm-hmm. and and how they're connected.
0: Well, and then just last week we followed up with this conversation on on friendships and and that became something that at least for the last week I've been really thinking a lot about, especially that Dunbar graph, like mm-hmm. the the bullet mm-hmm. or the the target. Um, because I think understanding the way, and what we're talking about here is Dunbar wrote this book uh, about the value of friendships and how many, and, and this chart demonstrates how many friends we can have at each level of intimacy, right? You can mm-hmm. have your, you know, 1.5, weirdly, 1.5 intimates talking about your romantic partners. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be the 0.5? I don't know. Uh, that. I've been thinking a lot about that. Like, I don't know if I want to be the 0.5 in anybody's intimates, but anyway, average 1.5. <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. Well, you yeah. know, you got to account for the, the affair. <laughs> like, <laughs> is there,
0: well, you, you know, was, I,
1: uh, <laughs> is there an affair somewhere happening right. on either side right. of the partnership? And, I, and you far know? be it
0: from me to judge a thruple. Exactly, I'm not going to judge your right? troubles. Like, yeah, that's not going to be me. They got the
1: average somewhere, somehow. Do your
0: thing. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. Uh, it, well, of course, he's probably counting for separations, divorces, you know, those sorts of things. People sure. move on. I get it. But <laughs> it sure is fun to think about 0.5s. Uh, but then, like, it gives you, like, reflecting on this, gives you more permission, I think, to step back and say, okay. Friendships are hard. But Mm -hmm. once I do a cataloging of the relationships that are close to me, there's a reason I don't have 15 close friends. Because Dunbar's research says the brain is incapable of that. So maybe I don't have five, like he says, is the average. But if I have two or three, I'm doing pretty well. Like, we're okay. We're okay. And that was a... man, that was just a really big lesson for me that mm-hmm. that there are friendships that are really important to me. And some of them I'm incredibly lucky that I get to foster those friendships every single week, like this one with Mm -hmm. you, like you and I Mm -hmm. have had this friendship for, nay, two Mm -hmm. decades. And much of it is because of this show every single week, like we get to communicate and we have our highs and lows. And Mm -hmm. I I don't need to worry about scheduling lunch with Nikki, you know, like I would with some other friends because I podcast with Nikki. And it's an amazing (laughs) like you joy don't need in too my
1: life. Much of Nikki.
0: So no, like that I, well, once a yeah, week. There's is a good. limit. Yeah. There's a <laughs> li- <laughs> uh and and so like I I it's okay. And I, I think it's okay to just kind of reflect on that. And and there are there yeah. are relationships that you need to cultivate and some that you can that are okay to be transient. And that was that was a big lesson for me from last week. That was that was big.
1: You know, that was a big lesson to me too. And it was also a lesson to be learned in this, in the sense that the the two or three friends that I consider to be really close, on how to foster those friendships, like yeah. how to continue those friendships, because they are so important to me, and that that was definitely something that that I walked away from is is how to make that continue, you know, yeah. because it is important. Yeah. yeah, totally. All right, so I gotta tell everybody to go into the show notes and look at this <laughs> video of Pete Wright. <laughs> And, uh, the, the, the shock tato
0: <laughs> always close at hand. I am always not going to do it hand. justice
1: because I don't even really remember all of it. I just remember, um, how did it get started? Like the hot potato? No, We're talking it, about no. something with hot potato. I don't remember. Yes,
0: Well, that's what the shock tato is, right? It's a device that has these metal pads on it that are electrified. And when you turn it on, the whole idea is you throw it back and forth with your friends or people you hate. And (laughs) then whoever when the music stops, and it plays the music for from the movie Psycho. And when you if the music stops, then it shocks you. And there are three levels of uh, normal, lame, or so lame, normal and extreme. And I had it on extreme. And I had this I was so proud of myself on the show because I was able to like I said, Look, Nikki, see how I hold it. I hold it with my fingers, not on the metal pads, and it won't shock me so that I could then play the music. And right. then it, it, I didn't and have my finger. And then it didn't finger. work or something. It wasn't working. It wasn't it working. You're kind I of thought fiddling the with was it. Dead. Yeah, yeah, you're kind
1: of looking at it and you're like, okay, yeah, the battery's dead.
0: Yeah, the battery wasn't dead. And it shocked <laughs> the crap out of me. And I dropped the thing, and I think I screamed a little bit, and it was not. And I not... think he
1: jumped back like really far.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't in the final show, though. So that was only a live stream moment.
1: That was a live I'm stream sure. moment, and and this is the thing is that yeah, you, you definitely have to take that clip and put it out to the to the audience <laughs> because it was it was awesome, and I cried. I was laughing so hard, and then I I told my family about it later, and I was laughing like I couldn't even get the story out. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> It was so fun. But this is the thing that I love about this and and uh and I hope people do consider uh and this is not a plug but it's kind of a plug uh, is the Patreon community the live stream can be so much fun and it really is uh we don't we can't make this stuff up. Like we cannot make up the shock tato. Like that was so on point. It was so funny. Um so anyway, if you've thought about jumping on board you know, that's the kind of stuff you might
0: get. You just never you might, know. You, but Pete just might get electrocuted yeah. live on YouTube. It's fantastic. Uh, we did get some uh, listeners who wrote in and shared their thoughts. Yes. One of them actually was the Tato.
1: Yes. I think there's a <laughs> couple of them, actually.
0: <laughs> okay. I didn't, yeah. I don't know where these specifically came from, and they are all anonymous. So if this is you, then you know that we love you and we're reading about you. Uh, Do you want to do the first one?
1: Sure. So anytime uh, Pete nailed articulating the way we ADHD super squirrels often feel or think that can just be really hard to convey to others that don't quite understand. And I have to say, Pete, I get that a lot. I hear that uh, from my clients a lot that when um, people will uh, call for coaching and, and they have heard of you know they they listen to the podcast and that is definitely something I hear over and over again is how important your stories are um, to the show and how people resonate with them and and I had even one client say I'm a little Pete, which <laughs> <laughs> is really cute. I'm like yeah, that's so kind. Oh, yeah. uh, very sweet.
0: I told you about how my uncle used to introduce me, right?
1: Yeah, and I can't remember now.
0: My uncle Glenn. From Tulsa, and he's my my dad's brother, and my dad's name is Lloyd, and my name is obviously Peter. Peter. When I was young, it was Peter, and my uncle Glenn, who had a bit of a lockjaw problem, would say to people, "Everybody, this is my brother Lloyd, and this is Lloyd's little Peter." And that's.
1: (laughs) I do remember. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a good way to be introduced.
0: It's. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little rough hearing when people say it, in relation to me, I'm a little Pete, because <laughs> that's not what I think of.
1: Now you think about that,
0: yeah. and yet very, very kind. Yes. I, am, I am deeply honored uh, by that. Uh, wow. We, uh, you know, th- this one again, the move on episode of January nineteenth is the one that had the most effect on me. I can't count the number of times I've stopped myself and said, "Do I need to have a strong opinion about that?" It has saved me so much wasted time, and and then uh, another direct message to me, uh, I'm. Honestly, sorry for the pain that it caused you to put together the move on episode. I'm so thankful that you converted it to something useful. If it helps, I can offer how it changed my life. If it doesn't help, just ignore what follows. RSD much? (laughs) Bless you. I have mostly given up on social media. I will check in if there is something specific that I want to see. But as a daily practice, gone. I added a follow-up statement. If this is something that I do need to have a strong opinion about, what am I going to do? It shouldn't be a license to perseverate. That led me to telling a toxic person in my life, this hateful thing that you said to me hurt and is unacceptable. I forgive you for it, but I won't put myself in a position that you can continue to do that without consequences. The relationship has changed. Mm. The toxic person has taken some care in speech and has limited contact. More importantly, taking that step changed me. I didn't need to flee that relationship because the terms have changed. I wow. love that. Like, I read that and I was crying. Like, it's just, yeah. that is huge. That is huge for me. So uh, I'm I'm really thrilled about that.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Huge, huge impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot to learn from that, for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Well, and I think other people enjoyed watching Pete meet his music idol.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh. I'm such a
1: nerd. Uh, focus at will, uh, yeah. and agreed. They say it was such a fun story about creativity, entrepreneurship, and productivity. And uh, you know his story specifically because it it was such a nice tie to what he does, like with the focus at will, with all of the music and everything. But one thing I do hope that we do more in the next season as well is having more interviews like him and and Dr. Clark, and mm-hmm. having these stories. Um, that uh, people can listen to and resonate with and and see sort of the path that they took to get there. And, you know, and that I I think it's important to see, too, that they still struggle, but they can still, you know, thrive. Like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. And uh, I really enjoyed his interview, not only to see you be fanboy, but... um, (laughs) It was a great story to hear somebody do something that he's so passionate about, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. and that that really is it. I mean, that wraps up our our season season goodness twenty two, season twenty two. Pretty off to season twenty three. We are taking the month of July off. Uh, Our first conversation back uh, after the month is going to be an interview with uh, Michelle Frank. She's coming Mm -hmm. back uh, with us. She'll be with us. The first episode releases August. 3rd. Uh, you know where to find us in the Show Talk channel. You can post your show questions in in there. Or, well, there are lots of places to do that if you want, or you can email us if you're on Patreon. You can reach out to us through Patreon as well. Uh, thank you, everybody, for a great season. We sure appreciate you downloading and listening to this show. We appreciate your time and your attention. If you have something to contribute, uh, head over to the Show Talk channel in our Discord server, and you can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level. And, uh, you know, even though we're gone for the month of July, we will still be in the community. We'll be hanging Mm -hmm. out. I know we're both taking some time off uh, in in July, but probably not at the same time. Here's hoping. Probably
1: not. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll,
0: uh, stagger that. But we will be around. You can still reach us. We'll still be in the community. Uh, We just will be planning shows instead of recording and releasing them. So on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll see you right back here in August on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.